You're listening to the Andrew Dickens Afternoons podcast from Newstalk ZB. There is an ad on Newstalk ZB these days, and it's all about reversible vasectomies. You've probably heard it. It talks about how easy it is to make the wrong decision and then have regrets, but thankfully a vasectomy is reversible. Now, in this ad, the example it uses is the Auckland Harbour Bridge, which has been uh, become famous as the bridge that austerity failed to build sufficiently. So back in the 50s, the bridge was proposed and it was very expensive. It was going to be six lanes wide with a movable centre barrier, but everyone freaked out about the expense. So to keep the costs down, both economically and politically, only four lanes were built. And within two years, uh, the bridge was packed. It was going at three times what they estimated. And 10 years later, uh, the country had to add four more lanes at great expense to turn it into the eight lane tinny little monster that we have at the moment. I say the nation because, of course, it's a state highway and it was paid for by uh, NZTA or Wakatahi or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, that lesson is a lesson that we fail to learn and have for ages. We're currently in the middle of the same thing with Dunedin's new hospital. For the sake of a saving of $100 million on a $1.7 billion project, we were on the verge of cutting out the construction of operating theatres and wardrooms, facilities that will invariably need to be built in the future and will inevitably be far more expensive to build if we do that in the future. So it's the Harbour Bridge all over again. Now it appears that the government is slowly crumbling on the issue. But you have to wonder about the false economy and the austerity that's on display Well, at the same time, we know that this government likes to spend. We know about the $14 billion that's been earmarked for a light rail system that few seem to want. However, they've got their knickers in it, not about 100 mil. And yet everyone can see we need those operating theatres, if not now, but in the future. Dunedin is growing. The costs of projects and the politics of cost saving is all over decisions about water infrastructure as well. So let's go back to 1996. Remember the Mangafai controversy? The Mangafai district was agonising in '96 over an $11 million wastewater scheme. And political arguments over cost saw the whole thing delayed by nearly a decade. When it was finally built, it cost $60 million. There was an outcry. There was a report from an ombudsman that damned the whole decision-making process. The Mangafai wastewater project and its overruns and its cost is held up as a poster boy for how not to do things amongst water engineers. If you hadn't had the argument about the $11 million in the first place, it would have cost you $11 million and not 60. And wouldn't you know it? Beautiful irony, just 25 years later, guess what? The project's nearly at full capacity. Langafai's gone off. It's grown bigger than anyone expected. It's quite a nice place to live. And now they need another 60 to $90 million uh, to improve the wastewater. And the district is once again arguing about the cost. And rightly so, because there's only 25,000 ratepayers in the district. And so they're facing a big bill, 60 to $90 million. For goodness sake, it's deja vu all over again. So look, the affordable waters reform could spread that cost over a bigger population and save Mangafai residents from the biggest bills. But I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there and I'm not going to say that's the answer because there is plenty wrong with the so-called 10 waters concept. The reason I'm pointing out these things is to say that New Zealand has a long 
and inglorious record in infrastructure planning and construction. And it's because politicians play political football based on three-year terms and they believe they'll get votes if they go for austerity. And the whole thing ends out actually costing us dearly. For more from Andrew Dickens Afternoons, listen live to News Talk ZB or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.